afternoon and welcome back to another episode of It's All About Perspective. I am your host, Robert Hinchliffe, and my guest today is someone who puts up with me every day, and she knows she does, and I am very grateful for her. Shauna Quinneville, the AP at Tyrone Thompson, how are you? I'm great. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm excited for this. It's my uh, yeah. thing. <laughs> talking to people. It's not live, so you know at least you're not talking. Like, Could you imagine... If the news came out and you had to be on the news, how would you feel about that? I I don't know. It's just not my thing. I I process a lot of what I want to say because I'm always worried about like how it's going to come across, and I just want it to be perceived the way that I intend. So I don't know. So are you afraid of offending people? Not necessarily offending people because I don't feel like. I mean, I don't feel like I'm a mean person. I'm just <laughs> afraid of them taking it a different way than what I intend, I guess. And then you have to like fix it. Right. Cause I have the best of intentions, like, you know, to help people or do well, I'm not trying to bring anybody down. I'm always trying to make things better. So. Right. Okay. So when the news comes out, you're up, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't like that. You don't yeah. like that at all. <laughs> Well, all right. Why'd you, you're the, you're the first AP I've had on. Why did you want to go into admin? You had a long road, so you persevered yep. and, uh, and I will fully admit I'm, a, I'm, you know, you're you part guys, of that. <laughs> yes, I am part of that. So why, why, why admin? Why did you persevere to be an AP? Okay. So basically I've always wanted to be in education, like just from, since I was a kid, since I could always remember. Um, and then once I started my career in elementary, um, I had a few people around me who uh, encouraged me to go into admin. Um, and I was like, sure, because I really got into education because of my elementary school principal. Like he just, he was fun. Like he, you know, and it was always neat to be around him and see how he interacted with everybody. Um, and so I was like, that's cool. You know, I want to be like that. Um, and so I went into leadership and then, well, first I got my master's of course, and then I went into leadership and, and then I interviewed for a long time, but I always wanted to make sure I was at a place where I wanted to be. I didn't want to just take any job because I didn't want it to be just that. I didn't want it to be a job. I wanted to be somewhere where I enjoyed going every morning and, I didn't wake up and, you know, I was like, oh my God, I have to go back there again. And so I had done a few interviews. I always asked people, you know, like, do you know about this principal? You know, what are, what's it like at this school? Um, and so I had interviewed at a few of those schools that came recommended and I just didn't feel it either. And like when you're in there interviewing, like you can tell, I guess. Um, and then I had been told great things about you. So I interviewed with you. Someone a couple, lied. A couple times. <laughs> Someone lied. They just wanted you to get a job. <laughs> but I just felt everything happens, you know, when it's supposed to happen. And I couldn't be happier where I'm at now. So, Well, you you claim you couldn't be happier. But I mean, there's there's days there's days <laughs> that things stink. Yeah. What uh, like off the top of your head, what what's been your worst day so far? No, I don't know. See, I don't do off the top of my head kind of things. Um I don't know. I guess my biggest, I don't know, the things that I don't like the most is when I feel like, again, when I get perceived 
the way that I don't feel that, that I am. So like if people are upset with me and I'm okay with people being upset with me, if it's like honest and it's a true reason, but if they're upset with me for something that I don't feel like happened or I didn't say that, or I didn't mean for it to be that way, then that's, it's just, it eats at me. It's frustrating um, because I don't like that unsettled feeling, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Like that's one of the things that comes with our job mm-hmm. is like you, you, I mean, you were the read by grade three before. So you would be in meetings and I literally can say, or we can say this guy is blue and someone's going to point out the gray cloud and say, well, no, it's gray and be offended or upset by that. So it's like a constant, I understand what you're saying where you're much more calculated than I am. And I am much more impromptu and that gets me in trouble sometimes because I'll say stuff and then, then I'm doing like cleanup. Like, no, I didn't mean that. So I appreciate your, your calculated, analysis (laughs) analysis <laughs> of I mean, everything it can be good but it's also it's frustrating too because like sometimes i don't know it's just like just say what you think you know and who cares what people how they take it but wouldn't it be know, nice if you didn't care like those people that don't care out there like where they just say whatever and if someone's upset well that's the way it goes yeah but then it makes things hard like if i was to do that it would make everything else harder afterwards i feel like well, that's our personality though because yeah. we we don't like having that hanging over our head. What's your favorite part of the job though? Um, the people I work with and the kids, like I love, okay. I don't like lunch duty per se, but I do like going in the lunchroom when I'm not on duty and I can just stop and talk to the kids and ask them how they're doing and hear all their cool stories and quirky, quirky things that they have to say. Um, I think that's the best part is just getting to know the kids. Yeah, so you're you're in your second year now. What's the difference between your first year and your second year? Okay, that's a good question. So the first year, I, I feel have like- a few. I mean, I <laughs> <laughs> the first year, I feel like I was just kind of like feeling it out and trying to figure out, uh, I don't know, just trying to figure out my place and how to approach things. This year, I feel more confident in that area, and like now, it's like now I'm getting to work. Like, I feel like I'm getting into classrooms and I can make more of an impact as far as like instructionally. Um, and so that's a cool part about it too, which going back to your first question, which I don't even know that I really answered, but why do, why (laughs) admin, um, to get in the classrooms and make a difference on a grander scale than just, you know, being a teacher. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's our thing is you're just making a bigger impact. I think part of our job is to I mean, it's, if you look at, you know, people we have placed in certain spots is they have the ability to make a larger impact. So why not give them that opportunity um, to do that? It's like um, finding ways to use people to make the maximum amount of um, good change that you can. So much of what our job is, is putting people where they can be the most successful. Right. And that's why I feel like as a strategist, you know, you're, you kind of have that same role, but to me, and I don't know if it's my upbringing or what, but like, I still felt like I was on, you know, a level ground with everybody. And so it's was like, you can suggest things and you can talk to people, but I don't know, just juggling that. And then, but the difference of being like an administrator and doing that and this year getting in the classrooms and I just feel like people um, react differently. And it's 
neat to be able to work with them and have them try things that you're suggesting and then them coming back and saying, yeah, I tried that. It worked great. I love it. Or sometimes they come back and like, that didn't really work for me, but I'm, I, you know, I liked this part of it. So I'm going to try this. And that's neat. Cause now it's like, now the teachers are our students where before we worked with the kids, now we're working with the teachers. So it's just a different side of education, but it's neat to see too. Yeah. You enjoy, I, I mean, I sit and watch and I, I pay attention. You enjoy when people listen to you instructionally and then they try it and they get success going along that will you <laughs> I don't know if you'll admit this but um you want people to be good and great and maximize their potential mm-hmm. so is it a true statement saying that one of your challenges is being patient as people find their own way to that greatness yes it's always patient i think even as a teacher like you know you see your students and you know, they all have potential too. And nobody wants to be bad. And like some, sometimes people, you don't know until you know. And so being patient is really hard because you're like, you know, they can do it. And you're like, if you would just do this, like it would be amazing. But then again, like people have to find their way. And, you know, especially when you're dealing with adults, like you can't always just tell them what to do and then they're going to do it. Like they have reasons for the way they do things. And, uh, I think they just have to find their place. And so little pieces of like, you know, input, you know, they take and they try them or whatever, but it doesn't always happen as fast as you want it to happen. But I guess that's just the hardest part about it. Yeah, it's a challenge, you know, because you you really want people to be great. And I think, um, you know, like when we were doing walkthroughs today, we're very similar humans, but we see way different things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if um, if it's just the fact that I've been doing this a long time and this is your second year to where I think more um, step by step and you think more end game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a fair analysis, but um, you really want people to get to the maximum level. And sometimes it's just hard going step by step. Yeah. I what? <laughs> what uh thank you thank you do you want agreement yeah. <laughs> yes you know accountable talk active listening would you like to expand on why you agree with that <laughs> just, <laughs> no, i'm just mad no I think i'm good now what <laughs> what are some things that make you just think what the heck i would use a different word if it was like uh-huh. this wasn't public but there's just things where i think i look at your face and you're just like what are you thinking? Yeah. And that's the hard part too, because, you know, I've been in education for a while. And so like you have years of experience, you know, we talk about experiences (laughs) and, (laughs) you know, being in the classroom for so many years and then being a strategist. So then you get to see a different side of it. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you just don't get it. Or it's like you see some, you know, people and they just, it seems like they're doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Like there's a, that quotes there for a reason. Yeah. Um, but it's like, they don't, some people don't ask for help or some people ask for help all the time. And, you know, it's, I guess it's just juggling and it's personalities and you have to deal with everybody differently. And um, it's, it's interesting. Really. So you're saying, so, you know, coming from, um, 
a class, a strategist, mm-hmm. um, and you get a more global perspective of everything. Is there anything that you didn't realize this job came with? You know, you, you sit back and you watch, or you watch me or your last admin, and you think, Oh, I can do that. But then you get there. Can you think of anything where you're like, I didn't sign up for this, or I didn't know that was coming. <laughs> Probably a lot. <laughs> Is there anything you can tell us on on a podcast, though? I mean, we're all humans. We work with humans, so and everybody's different. Everybody has, you know, things going on in their personal lives, and then when those things trickle over into, you know, the school, and it's just like, it, I don't know, it's crazy. But did you realize? You know, if speaking like if anybody's listening, they want to be an AP. Did you realize all of the behind the scenes stuff? I feel like, you know, when you transitioned into being AP last summer um, or the summer before last, you know, you wanted to be involved, but you also had things going on during the summer. And did you did you realize all of the stuff behind the scenes to make a school year happen? I mean, I feel like I do. I did because I feel like I had prepared myself. when I was a strategist at my old school and a teacher, I would always seek out those opportunities to like, you know, help with the school performance plan or, you know, sit in, I would sit in um, during coaching sessions, like with the admin, like conferences, I guess. Um, and then I w- did actually get opportunities to like deal with parents and behaviors and things like that, just not officially. So I knew that all of these things happened and went on. Um, but I guess basically the like detailed part of it, you know, the paperwork and all the things that are required to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Which your face, judging by your face, you you hate, you hate all the paperwork like I do. Yeah. Like, do you, with the paperwork, is it because you see limited ROI in it or it's just time consuming and you have other things to do? Like what, what bugs you about it? Cause I, I hate it. Like there's no, there's so limited ROI and so much of the paperwork for me, but I don't know if you feel the same. Yeah. Cause I, and I know that those things are there for a reason or because somewhere along the way, somebody didn't do what they were supposed to do. I understand that part of it, but yes, the limited ROI on it, if you have all this paperwork you have to do to say that you already did this, that's the part. It's like, I did it, but now I just have to check a box and that proves to you that I did it. Like it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. I, I trust me. I understand. So it puts you on the spot here and you're, you're not going to offend me. Um, I'm different. You know, I'm different. I think differently. Uh, just today I was thinking of a whole new schedule to really just change mm-hmm pretty much everybody's lives. Is there any point in the past uh, four years where you, where you were like, this dude's not okay. Or this guy's just has all kinds of random weird stuff. Like, is it, I don't know. I've never asked you that, but you know, at what point in time did you think that I might be a little different? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> or, or just the way, you know, I mean, winning, but that's why I'm here. I mean, that's why you know, interviewed with you several times. And that's why I wanted to come here. Like when you were opening the school and I reached out to you and you're like, yeah, but I think I already have my person. Um, and then you're like, would you mind coming over as a reading strategist? And I'm like, 
Okay, I'm a math person, <laughs> but you know what? I'll do but whatever you, it takes. You passed the interview though. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes to get over there and see what you do because regardless of whether I ended up here or not, I wanted to see what Robert was all about so I could, you know, so def- just know. Define that. Now you put yourself on the spot. Define define working as the AP for Robert or just define Robert if you can. Um, I mean, just... <laughs> out of the box and always looking to do something different and something new. And you're just constantly thinking and how to make something better. And, you know, is this really working the way that it is? How can we do it different? And that's just, I mean, that's amazing. And I think that's why I like working here so much because I just think of other places. And when I go to like my new AP trainings and things like that, and you hear these other APs talk and they're just like, complaining and they're miserable and they're like, and it's just like, I hear the things that they're doing and I'm like, you know, is that effective? Like, how do you feel about that? And they're just like, they don't even know how to answer me. They're like, well, no, but it's like, they've never even thought of like thinking outside the box or just like in this little, you know. Well, why do you think that? Because I mean, why do you think they are going to the AP meetings and they're struggling or is it, I mean, in your opinion, Mm -hmm. I have my own thoughts, but what do you think? You're new to the admin game. What do you think? Mm, That's a good question. I, I don't know, because like I said, I was very like calculated on where I did apply. Like I didn't, and I waited, I, I didn't want this position just to have it. Like I want to be happy where I'm at. And so I waited. Um, And I don't know that everybody does that. I think they apply to wherever's open and if they get the job, then they're there, you know, they got the job and that's what they wanted. And now they're having to deal with like maybe a personality issue or there's no relationship built there. Um, And so the expectations, I don't know if they're not clear or they're like being told, okay, this is what you have to do. And they're just doing it. They're not having conversations about it. Um, They're not working with, you know, they're, admin team um they're all just doing their pieces i don't know how to say it because we have things that we have to do which i get and we do them but at the same time it's like can you do other things to make your job easier because a lot of things that they're talking about too is like their instruction they're low performing schools you know and they're like well if i didn't have to deal with all these behaviors i could be in there helping instructionally and i'm like well, maybe if you your instruction was better, you wouldn't have all these behaviors. And they're just, again, they just look at me like they don't even know what to say. <laughs> so. Yeah, <laughs> I've been there many times. Uh, I think, again, you and I get along very well. We think very similarly in the fact that we just look at things from a different perspective. Uh, you know, like what is the problem? Well, the problem is the behaviors. No. What is the problem? Well, the problem is I don't have resources. No. What? You're like, we just try to get down to the bottom. And right. I'm not entirely sure a lot of people think like that. They think the other way around that, you know, the kids are the, the problem, which is the wrong, wrong perspective at all times. A, a, a fast story. <laughs> when, before you were actually AP, uh, I was in, <laughs> I was in a room and 
um, a a person. I don't know how to say this without giving away too much. A person uh, didn't go to the bathroom right, and you know th- this is my way. And so my way is like you jump in and you help, and it does not matter what it is. You just have to do it. That's what leaders do. <laughs> and so I was like, hey. And I got on the radio. I'm like, Shauna, can you come to this room? It's training day. (laughs) And then you walked in and you saw what we were dealing with. Yes. Did you have any reservations about admin at that time? I didn't. Again, that's another thing people don't understand. The first time you see something, you like, I don't know how many teachers realize that there's students in your building that, um, that don't go to the bathroom the right way or that have this or have that. Because we just take care of it and they just do their thing. So that was really like, I think your first time where you're like, what, whoa, this stuff goes on here too. Mm -hmm. And so that would probably fall under that question of like, you did things you didn't know you signed up for, but I've always been like, just a person to just jump in and do what needs. That's very true. So like, I was like, oh, okay, this really happens. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But then you just, you know, you handle it and you move on. Yeah, that was a shocker for sure. Yeah, that's that's very true though. One thing I do, I mean, I appreciate many things, but you never say no ever, yeah. and I I appreciate that. You might not know what you're getting into. Yeah, uh, and the star program too. Like I never had any experience with that until I came here. So we never had that program over at my last school. Yeah, and you know we and you know we're blessed with um with Miss Donor because she does a great job. So that alleviates a lot. But it goes back to what you're saying, where you know. Are you treating the, you know, do you have relationships with the kids? Are you meeting their needs instructionally? And if you are, that eliminates a lot of behaviors. I think not all by any stretch, but I think if you teach kids at their level and you make it personal and relevant, you can eliminate a -hmm. lot of behaviors. Which also all these conversations made me think about too, because you're like, you know, when I'm talking with these other people, it's like, is there self-reflection? Because, yeah, everybody, you know, you blame the person below you and then they end up blaming the kids. It's the kids. They have all these behaviors. But is there any self-reflection? Because I know, like, if I'm having a breakdown or, like, there's a lack of communication or I feel tense with somebody or something like that, I'm always like, what am I doing? Like, I try to have self-reflection because, you know, if they don't feel comfortable with me, then what can I do to make it better? It's not always the other person it's it's a relationship right so but all sides of the relationship have to work together to make it work and so i think self-reflection is something that's become a lost topic in a lot of ways right like like last year when we had um staff development day and i went and got all the mirrors in the school and put them in the lunchroom and like you know like here's the mirrors you got to look in it um stuff like that that's just how i'm um different when I say the phrase, uh, what's important to us is not important to them, or what's important to them is not important to us, what do you think of? <laughs> Trying to get me in trouble? Um, well, yeah, no, I mean, cause it's just like, again, you hear me say these things, and I just, you know, I think it's important for people to get a different perspective or the same one. Yeah, and the, again, every I think every stakeholder has a different idea of what's important to them. Right. And even when it comes to education, and again, I think that goes back to your upbringing, like what's important to one family isn't going to be the same thing that's important to another. Um, And so 
it's really hard when we're dealing with all these different families and different teachers and then the district is an aspect too. And then you have, you know, the community perception and what's put in the news and everybody can't have the same thing that's important to them. Everybody can't be on the same page. And so I think that's one of the most difficult parts of this job is, you know, what is important? Like, what is the school here for? Um, And I think personally for me, what I feel is important is growing these kids to be, you know, happy, productive citizens of our community and what that looks like can be all different types of things. And I think it's different for every kid because some kids, you know, they're going to excel academically and some kids you're just worried about getting them to be happy humans that can manage their, you know, themselves emotionally, behaviorally, whatever it is. And so everything, there's different importance for different types of people. So you kind of hit a thing, like I know you were listening to the star rating podcast. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about star ratings with what you just said? Uh, um, Gosh, there's so much. There's a few things that I would, I hope would change. Um, And, you know, talking about growth, I think that should be a part of it because I agree with you that every part of town is different, right? And so just because all your kids are proficient doesn't mean that you're doing anything to have those kids progress. Like those kids came into you proficient. So what did you do with them? You know, and I feel like we all have a job and our job is to grow these kids, you know, and in the way that they need. And I know I have my own kids and each one of my kids needs something different. One needs, you know, emotional support and he needs to learn how to manage his emotions. And my other kids, they're more academic. And, um, and I, we have all these different types of kids coming to us. And I think that we need to deal with them and give them what they need. And so as far as a star rating goes, I think they should make it to reflect that in a better way. It's obviously, I don't think it can be perfect, but I think there's room for improvement with the star rating for sure. Why do you think people don't go into AVID now? When you look at our staff, we have a lot of people that could do it, mm-hmm. but they don't want to. So why, why do you think they don't want to now? I don't know. A lot of the, when we talk to kids or talk to teachers, kids, God, I just made myself old. When we talk to teachers, (laughs) they were like, Hey, do you want to go in admin? You know, what do you think about admin or whatever? And they're just like, Oh God, no, you know, I don't want to have to deal with the parents and I don't want to have to deal with this and that. And um, I think it just comes down to dealing with other adults. Like they're okay in their classroom and with their kids, but it seems to always come back to dealing with other adults. And so, I think that you never know what you're going to get either. Like, yeah, day to day, you don't know. That, but I, that's one part I love about the job is like every day is different. And yeah, I have a list, but rarely do I get to it. And then I just go home and work. Do you someday still hope to be a principal? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the goal. And when I thought about coming into admin, I wasn't even, I'm, more like step-by-step step kind of thing. Like I wasn't thinking principal. I wanted to be an admin and I was like, okay, I, you know, I want to go be an AP. I want to help support. I want to be um, 
I want to influence on a bigger scale. And now that I'm here and I feel like I'm figuring it all out because I don't want to suck, <laughs> you know, <laughs> at what I'm doing because then I'm doing Thank it. Thank you. I, I'm glad you don't. I because I don't want to do a disservice to others. <laughs> but now that I'm, you know, an AP and I feel like I'm figuring it all out and seeing how it all works, then yes, definitely. That's a goal of mine in the future. Do you have a fear or like, do you have anything where you're like, oh, I really hope this never happens or, you mm-hmm. know, you'll do anything, but is there anything that you just don't want to ever encounter? Oh, man. Yes. I don't want to get too dark, but um, just, I don't know, just something bad happening at the school, either like mm-hmm. medically with a, you know, a student or a staff member or something like that. It's just, I don't know. To know no, that's that okay. That, I mean, that responsibility is in your hands, you know, and how you handle that. And so we, you know, we do all we can to prepare for that, but you just, you never know. Yeah. You know? It's a fear, you know I mean? I love my worst day is when a teacher died in the main office, no mm-hmm. doubt about it. And probably my second worst day was when a student got hit by a car, which you were, oh, you yeah. were there. I um, can still picture that. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Those are the worst days. And so um, I think uh, it's understandable that you have those fears mm-hmm. because you care and you want things to be well. And, you know, we look at it as there are 825 of our kids and when they're at school, we are responsible for them. So I think that's a logistical uh, fear for sure. Yeah. If you could change one thing, just one thing about your job, what would you change? Oh, man. <laughs> um, or maybe you've got many. I don't know. I mean. <clears throat> I don't know that I would want to change it. But I'd be curious to see like. I don't know. I've, I don't know. <laughs> I'm curious to see maybe like a different schedule, but I haven't like really thought about it too deep. So I don't know. Let's no, let's keep going this. Cause now I'm thinking I'm of ideas. Like, I feel like, I don't know. We are kind of similar feeling. I feel like, you know, I'm always trying to figure out like how to make things better. And so I know a couple States are trying like a four day, okay. Eight hour, you know, week, um, eight hour a day week, but I don't know. I'd have to see more research on that. Yeah. See, like, again, you're, we are similar because, <clears throat> um, someone once told me in my personal life, I will try nothing. Mm-hmm. I am not going on a roller coaster. I am not doing X, Y, and Z. I'm not eating this food. I will do nothing. But at school, if someone has an idea of like, let's do it, yeah, let's try it you're kind of like that, like, you know, like, let's try something. Uh, But yet, do you agree that so many schools or people are afraid or just stuck in their ways? I do. I, I, and that part makes me sad because obviously there's room for improvement in education. Like whatever we're doing, it's not working. And so for us to sit here and keep doing the same thing. Like times have changed. The kids have access to different stuff. They have technology. And I feel like, I don't know that we've fully um, grown in that area with the times. And I mean, we have, you know, we have Chromebooks and we have technology, but 
is there like support and we have the things, but do we really have it? Like, you know, are we, have we gone all in, in that area to keep up with everything that's going on and with the kids? So if you have, you know, the kids have these TikToks and video and social media and it's changing quickly and that's just what they're used to at home. And then they come to school and then they have to sit there for extended periods of time. And I don't know that that's how they get their information anymore. I don't know that it works. So yeah, yeah, like that's the struggle is we're, you know, we're always trying to keep up or to do something revolutionary or innovative to keep up with the kids. Um, And that makes a challenge because we're tired. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's September 25th and we're tired and we've got rock your school day coming up and house nights on Wednesdays, um, which is part of trying to keep up with things. But, you know, like if I think if you and I like just talking about the schedule today, like the thought of changing anything on them scares, not scares them, but it's especially like with this year. But I think the challenge you and I have going forward is how can we be innovative and creative and do these fun things without losing the staff? Right. And that's what, I don't know. Cause that's another one of those things that I think about all the time too. Cause like we, you know, we're always trying to think of these different things and I don't know that everybody's like that. Well, I know everybody's not like no, that. They're not. Um, yeah. They're just trying to, I feel like a lot of people are like, how can I teach that same lesson the same way better? Like, you know, and not like, how can I totally like do it differently? They're just, they're doing the same thing, but they're trying to do it better. But I mean, and how much of that comes down to a control and a comfort? Yeah. You know, cause if you, if you let go of control, that takes, that takes courage. Um, and your insecurities come, could come out or vulnerabilities. And it's hard for people to be insecure and vulnerable. Um, especially if we're in the room or, you know, we know what's going on. Yeah. So you have last thing and I'll let you go. Um, I do a thing called the hundred positives, but you kind of took it and you change it to glimmers, which I never heard of. You're the first person talk about that and talk about why you post glimmers. Okay. So let me step back just a little bit. So you did the hundred positives. So I started doing, um, hundred positive. Well, I think I did 25. Yeah. 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 Um, but I did them personal 20, a personal 25 and a professional 25. Um, just because that helps. I don't know. I'm always trying to find those glimmers and that's what I actually saw somebody post a little quote thing or whatever. And it talked about, you need to notice the glimmers. There's so many positive things that happen around us all the time. And I feel like we tend to, um, take in and focus on the negative. That's so much easier for people to do. And I think especially as educators, because we are always trying to fix things. So you naturally find the things that are wrong or the things that are negative because you want to fix them. Um, and so I think it's important to fo- to see those glimmers um, so that your mindset isn't like totally depressed and negative and, you know, just focus on those things because then when you're focused on the negative, I feel like you just kind of live in that world and I, I can't live like that. So, no. yeah. So I thank you. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you are a glimmer 
<laughs> as my AP, I appreciate it greatly because you, one, you deal with me, but two, you also make me uh, focus and uh, reflect and learn. So I appreciate that. Uh, and I appreciate you coming on here. And as you know, in the <laughs> end, it's all about perspective. Thank you very much. I'll see you tomorrow at work. All right. Bye.